Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, um, <clears throat> this might make your mouth water from uh, the giant international franchises to niche artisan restaurants. Irish pizza delivery market is growing just like a well-proved dough. So joining me to discuss the pizza delivery and the pizza business indeed in Ireland, I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Shane Crilly. He's the founder of Basewood Pizza. Uh, joining us on the line is Scott Bush. He's the CEO of Domino's for Ireland and UK. And Mick Ryan is the owner of the Dublin Pizza uh, Company. He's with us as well. Uh, so uh, we might start by each of you telling us a little bit about your business. Shane, uh, you've been on the go a few years now. Tell us about the Basewood Pizza Group. Yeah, uh, thanks, uh, Bobby. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm Shane Crilly, the founder of uh, of Basewood Fired Pizza. We have been... Uh, uh, we, we, we started trading in uh, 2008, uh, November 2008. Uh, we're an artisan pizza delivery business um, and we have seven stores in uh, in Dublin. Great. And you're a former solicitor. That What attracted you to the pizza business? Um, it, it was a couple of things. One, I, I wasn't enjoying uh, being a solicitor, uh, which I've, I've uh, I'm, uh, I'm, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. But learned a lot uh, and uh, decided to go into the uh, the pizza bi- uh, delivery business uh, after coming back from. I trained as a solicitor over in London and saw that there was a move towards, let's say, a higher quality wood fired pizza. Um, and I saw how well Domino's actually were doing in Ireland and I felt that there was a room for, let's say, a, an independent artisan chain to provide a different, uh, you know, a different type of product and experience. Right. Um, so that's what kind of spurred me on and and my, let's say, dislike of being a solicitor. <laughs> So. Great. Well, listen, sorry for flummoxing you there about the legal question. You weren't expecting that when you came yeah, in to talk okay. about pizzas. Let's uh, welcome Scott Bush. He's the CEO of Domino's for Ireland in the UK. Scott, you're very welcome to the programme. Nice to talk to you again. Bobby, good morning. Lovely to talk to you again also. Unlike, uh, <laughs> unlike Shane, I, I, I had a, a slightly different introduction to the business. I started as a pizza delivery driver in Australia 20 years ago. So uh, I think um, I've been in, in pizza even many more years than, than 20 years. But obviously, and, Domino's... And you know, Shane, you know as Shane, well, as Shane said there, but Scott, you know, that's really important that you say that, that to start in the business as, as somebody who was a delivery driver and to, to find a career within it that brings you to being the CEO of Domino's in Ireland and the UK, that's a very powerful message to, for the business that, that that opportunity lies there. Yeah, you're right, Bobby. And I, I think what's even more exciting, definitely from my perspective, is is that, I, like I say, I did start in Australia and I, I was in New Zealand for five years as well, running the, the Domino's business there uh, and then came to the, uh, came to the UK four years ago and then the last 18 months specifically been focused on, on running the Irish business. So... Uh, you know, for myself and my family, it's 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 led to all sorts of opportunities to live in, in different parts of the world. And of course, more recently living, uh, you know, and working very, very closely with the Irish is, uh, has, is probably the top of the tree. So it's it's been a wonderful journey. But Domino's opened in its first store in Rathmines 31 years ago. So uh, yeah, back in all the way back in 1991, um, you know, and we've got across the island of Ireland, we've got 80, 88 odd stores and we, we offer both delivery and uh and collection, so it's an right. exciting business, and it's 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 a really exciting category. And you're you're employing a couple of thousand people, I'm sure, with that with that level of stores. 
Yeah, we are, and we're and like most people, I think, in Ireland and other parts of the world, we're we're also looking for more. So, uh, okay, you know, as we come into the into the busy months, we're uh, we're we're recruiting flat out. Well, let's talk to Mick Ryan now. He's the owner of the Dublin Pizza Company. Mick, you're very welcome to the program. Hi, Bobby. Thanks very much. Tell us a little bit about your own business and how you got involved in it, Mick. Well, I've been working in the restaurant business for well since I was 16, um, but more on the bar side of things, a cocktail bartender for a long time. Right. And um, I started doing food pop-ups and always had a big, lo- great love of food. Um, I went to Italy and I was just uh, t- taken by the fact that they have all these little food side, you know, roadside trattorias on the side of the road. And it kind of struck me that um, in Ireland, uh, if you looked at Ireland as a province of Italy, instead of kind of packaging everything up and sealing it and shipping it over, if we saw Ireland as a locality of Italy, what would they do with the pizza? So I took the style of a Neapolitan pizza and then married it with the great dairy we have in Ireland, the great meat produce, and I felt that that would be a uh, a new a new dynamic and a new okay. addition to the food landscape. And you've built it to three locations now. Where are they? Three locations, <clears throat> yeah. So we're on Angel Street, just around the corner, um, and that was our original uh, spot, just 20 square metres. And um, now we are in Sandy Cove, just opposite Cavistons there by the 40 foot. We've got a little outdoor um, alfresco dining area there. And uh, then we just opened up uh, just off Grafton Street with a partnership with uh, with Tapped through the Porterhouse Brewery. Oh, great. So we literally just opened up there a couple of weeks ago. So that's a, a big new uh, development man. for us. <clears throat> Tell us then about the, the is 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 in terms of takeout delivery, it does or is it different on every site for you? So we do delivery and take out and sit down on two sites. Right. Um, then you've got the hatch on Angel Street, which is, you know, you, you couldn't, you could barely swing a cat. So that's just, that's grab so, and go and delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Shane, back to you in terms of the Irish consumer. We, we do have a love of pizza. Um, am I right in saying that the Ireland, the Irish... They, they, they tend to like meat on their pizza or what what are the trends out there yeah well uh, like our mo- most popular pizza is uh, is the Diablo it's been there with us from, from day one uh, and you know it has you know gooby and chorizo pepperoni fresh mozzarella so yeah th- it, it's a it's a, a, a spicy uh, kind of pizza and I think yet yeah, Irish cust- uh, consumers definitely uh, like that style uh, but I, we've noticed let's say over the last um, uh, the last couple of years that customers also like just go for something very you know simple and you know a margarita with andouille on it and rocket you know it's uh, it, de- de- definitely there's uh, de- de- we've seen a change over maybe maybe since the pandemic that definitely pe- people's tastes have changed a little bit Would I be right in saying that if you put too much filling onto a pizza you can compromise the quality of what's under it as in if if the if the filling is too heavy uh, on the on the light dough it can result in in not the result one would want exactly yeah Yeah. you have to like it's you know a pizza is like anything is a balance of flavours and you don't want to you know overload it with uh, you know uh, with let's say too much tomato sauce too much uh, uh, mozzarella you you have to uh, uh, you know try and balance that out so that you know each flavour or topping speaks for itself so yeah that's something that we work very hard with the guys in in the stores on and they're excellent at doing it so it's uh, you know it's particularly particularly with wood fired cooking you know you have to uh, we cook the pizzas cooked from the bottom up as opposed to top down with the you know the, compared to the conventional uh, style oven. So there's you know there's a fair bit of uh, management in that. And is it a kiln dried hardwood that you're using? It, it is yes yeah. yeah yeah. And when you ter- talk in terms of 
you know, the energy crisis and that that's out there now. Has there been a, a pro rata increase on the on the cost of timber as there would be on other fuels? Um, yes, there has. The, the, okay. it, it, maybe not as, as significant as uh, gas, um, uh, but we um, we have we've had like all, like all of our uh, input costs have like uh, you know have gone up, and wood is no different. You yeah. know. Um, um, Scott, can I bring you back in and ask you about how the how the franchise model actually works within Domino's? Maybe you could run our listeners through how that actually works. Yeah, sure, Bobby. It um, uh, similar to other parts of the world for the Domino system. Uh, you, we, we, we run independent businesses through the franchising system, as you've said. Um, we've got six or seven franchisees uh, in in the Republic and a couple in the in the Northern Ireland as well, and they just run their own business accordingly and um, in in line with our our rules and guidelines, of course. And we've got a great relationship with them. And they're, uh, they're and they would the would the idea be, Scott, that um, it would be ideal that somebody would operate one company would operate say six or seven. Uh, operations within Cork and Waterford, or in in a, in a close geography, is that is that how it generally that's generally, pans that's out? Generally we, that's generally how it works, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. that seems to, to drive the best results. And Mick, um, in terms of your business, is not franchised. No, it's, right. It's just so this is it, this is great team. Yeah, and and again, uh, do you when you want to grow the business now? You're at, you're at three sites, so. What do you see? Do you see franchising as a potential route forward? Um, down the road, yes. At the moment, I kind of engage in partnerships with, say, so a large, a large, a large venue may uh, want to specialize in what they're what they do best, such as booze or entertainment, and then we supply the food. So those contracts kind of they marginalize the investment but offer a great return as well yeah. potentially so we've been we've been using that model as, as alongside the delivery model as well and so. when you talk about the delivery model we've yeah. seen um you know the, the just eats the deliveroo mm. tell me a little bit about that world and and, uh, and i suppose working in partnership with those businesses, or indeed, maybe you don't choose to do that, well, we or do you? We've tried to retain a level of independence. Initially, pre-lockdown, we just we just managed it ourselves. We still use only our own drivers, for the reason being that if a customer has any kind of issue or the training, the as I'm sure everyone will know that uh, a Neapolitan pizza is a very delicate product. So if you don't have guys who have been specifically trained in delivering that product, sometimes things can be upside down, inside out. Yeah. But if you have recourse at every level of the supply chain, then you can offer the best customer satisfaction. So we've yeah. always sought to deliver the pizzas and manage and manage it ourselves. Shane, will you talk me through the the, the delivery model as well? Just I, I'm curious to know how the how that works both operationally and indeed from a business perspective. Sure. Um, so uh, yeah, we uh, we're obviously a delivery business. We've um, we're about sixty you know sixty percent delivery, and then the rest is made up of collections and walk-ins. Um, we uh, l- l- like uh, Mick. There, we use all of our own drivers. Um, we use uh, we have a um, an app which is uh, supplied by Flipdish, uh, 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 an Irish company, and um, they. We also use the uh, the aggregators. Um, we have very good relationship with Just Eat, um, and uh, but again, we just use their marketplace. Um, and, and and so just just so I understand this, so the the cost of using. A just eat to bring your pizza to a consumer versus your own driver. Uh, obviously, there are different cost profiles there, but it may it may 
one or other may suit you depending on whether you have enough drivers or yeah, is that well, how it works? Well, not really. Like for us, we like uh, very much what Mick said. We want to keep control of, uh, let's say, the um, uh, the the you know how the product gets to the customers, and we I we certainly would never be comfortable um, letting, let's say, somebody else deliver our pizza that we haven't brought into the business ourselves. So uh, you know, we just it's um it's we just focus all of our stores have their own uh, crew of drivers and we uh, like the way I look at, at Just Eat it's a little bit like when I first started in the business you know the most traditional way of marketing was doing menu drops and we kind of look at me- I look at Just Eat now as a you know an advertising platform that we actually get revenue from but we were in control of it ourselves okay. you know I say that you use it to drive the business, but you execute it is really what exactly. you're saying. Exactly, that's it. Scott, what about what about a Domino's uh, pizza delivery? How does that work? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> we um, we're a little bit the same to, uh, to 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 Mick and Shane in terms of the fact that we like to control the the door to door experience for the customer. Um, and you know, of course, a, a number of things that we look at is speed, safety, and value. So for us to be able to to remain in control of, of those measures, we we do want to do that. Um, very open to any sort of opportunity to get closer to the customer going forward. Shane's right. Uh, the old-fashioned way of putting stuffing heaps of junk mail into people's letterboxes probably a dying art of marketing. Um, and as I say, we uh, you know the horizon looks very promising for different ways of reaching out and, and touching the customer. Okay, we've lots of texts coming in. Uh, one says, uh, uh, "Don't they say that the end of great old favourites that has sustained generations of Irish folk the sweet corn and pineapple pizza is that heresy Shane? And, uh, in my view like I, like we, we had this debate at the very beginning uh, and we genuinely like this is before we well before we opened and uh, like you know obviously pineapple and sweet corn certainly you know, there wouldn't be my uh, it wouldn't be something I would put in a pizza but make us laugh in there we, de- we decided we decided listen in the end of the day let customers you know if they want it let them choose it so it's there uh, it is very popular so uh, so, uh, what's your take on that, Mick? Each to their own, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. well, where, where do you sit on anchovies on a pizza? Oh, I love anchovies on a yeah. pizza. Classic pizza, the marinara is just traditionally with anchovies, a little bit of caper, some olive oil, good Samarzano tomatoes. Away you go. I'm with you on that. What about you, Scott? And, 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 and any nonos, any nonos on the pizza front? All those suggestions. I mean, the good thing about pizza is that not only is it a sharing occasion, but there's a million different combinations that you can have, and um, that's a good thing about the category in general. That I think it, uh, you know, it, it satisfies everybody's uh, palate. But there's some great suggestions in all of that. Yeah, um, Shane, was the pandemic good for business? And again, I, I, I don't want to be trite about that, but obviously there was a market opportunity whereby lots of people weren't able to go out, and you were able to bring product to them. Uh, has has the pandemic changed the business model in any way? Um, I wouldn't say it's changed. Like our, we, we we're definitely our delivery percentage has gone up. Um, uh, it, like what I would say is the pandemic um, was you know like anybody was uncharted territory, uh, and the first couple of months were you know we were definitely very worried. Um, I think when what we noticed was that uh, once everybody got sick of cooking and doing the baking the bread and everything else, and you know we 
we slotted in there with we, you know with a convenience product and we were able to li- to deliver on that so it was um you know it, it uh, I suppose we learned you know when some of our stores went or all of our stores for a period went delivery only um and that was we learned a lot from that yeah. uh, you know that was um uh, you know we were actually able to deliver faster to to our customers um and so that that was a learning but it um yeah like it like it was just it was, okay. it, it was challenging but we we got through it, you know. Scott, what about the role of uh, of technology in 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 the business? I I presume the app, you know, the whole uh, ordering experience. The technology must be very very important to the ex the proper execution of the product. Yeah, massively important, and and of course a huge investment. And um, it's all about convenience for the customer mm. and, and and control and choice. So I think the app op- offers all of that. Again, another way to um, to drive the value message, um, bundle deals, depending on what you're looking at. But uh, yeah, definitely tech, not only in life, but in uh, in you know engaging with a customer is is super important. Okay, uh, and last word to you, Mick. I have a text here that says, "Repizza, potato pizza is the business. Japanese and Koreans know this. Why not in Ireland?" That comes in from Eddie. Well, would you believe we've done a couple of specials with them? Get a bit of rosemary in there. Not try not to scare the natives too much. Oh so. yeah, no rosemary potato on a pizza. Yeah, it. It's smashing. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, very very good. All right. Well, I want to thank all my three guests for letting us into the wonderful world that is that world of pizza. Shane Crilly is the founder of Basewood Pizza. Scott Bush, the CEO of Domino's in Ireland, and Mick Ryan, the owner of the Dublin Pizza Company. Wishing you all well in your various quests. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.